What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Off the Dome Radio, coming fresh off Father's Day weekend. So we recap what we went over, uh, what we went through this weekend. Um, talk about some good, good time spent with our, our fathers and families, and then I make fun of the autonomous zones going on in the country. Uh, so yeah, I bag on those a little hypocrisy. Then we get into some stock talk. I invested in a new one. Um, new to me, not to Tim. Tim's doing pretty well on this one called Fastly. We get into that. So much appreciation on the recommendation, Tim. And then we get into our RLEs. Talk about the hunger is back. Ready to get back in the saddle. Getting after it. Was down and out for a couple weeks. But we're back. And then end on book talk, change maker. We talk sales and marketing are everything. Don't focus on the sexy parts of the business out the gate. And then the giving versus asking ratio. Give more than you ask from your audience. Tim, where do you take us today? Yes, I talk about a uh, networking story from the golf course this weekend, um, a, re- a relationship that I made um, after I took a risk. Uh, so I'm very glad that I did it. So I'll, I'll kind of explain uh, what I did and just kind of give you that story there. Very, very good lesson that I took uh, from the golf course this weekend. Uh, and then I end the show talking about book talk, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, the founder of Nike, um, explaining what it means to show up for life um, and how you can get a start doing that and eventually turn it into something where you can make a living doing something you're passionate about. So uh, I know you guys are going to love that section. I know, you're gonna, I know you guys are going to love all the sections of this episode. Uh, Damn so, straight. So without further ado, have a successful week, episode 139. So coming off Father's Day weekend. Father's Day. Did, uh, Beautiful weekend. Did you go golfing with Pops? Did he try out the new putter this weekend? Uh, we did not go golfing. I did take him to buy the putter, obviously, yeah. last week. But, um, yeah, we just had our Zoom call. We No, no golf with, for me and him, but we'll be doing that very soon. But, yeah, nice. it's good, good, good weekend for sure. What about you? How was your Father's Day? Yeah, I was up to the lake, man. So I, I, I don't remember the last time we did a Father's Day not at the lake. Uh, like tomahawk steaks, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, beautiful weather. Sunday was cloudy, not as warm, but we still got out there. Um, yeah, got my dad a funny card. Uh, he needs some shorts. We were talking like, dude, you haven't said what you want, so I still need to get him something. Um, so I need his list of things he needs. But uh, yeah, at least got him a card to to warm up the engines. I'm like, you got to let us know what you want, man. And he's like, well, I need some shorts. And all his shorts are tearing. I'm like, dude, you're wearing the fuck out of these cargo shorts, bro. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it was it was good. Uh, left. I went up there, got there early Friday afternoon, came back Monday morning about 11, 1130 is when I got back in. So it just makes the weekend longer when you don't get up there Friday night and leave Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. Get up there early Friday, leave early Monday, and it's just a nice, you know, you get your cup of coffee in the morning, and yeah, yeah, sounds like a relaxing weekend. Like yeah, it, it was, it was good, dude, and uh, yeah, it's just dude, by the water, it's always better. It's always better by the water. Mm-hmm. Um, but water level's high. It's very high. Really? Oh yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's not good. I mean, there's peninsulas completely underwater. Like, if we were to try to walk down, like, waist high, mm-hmm. chest high in some spots. And, yeah, so we're in a little different spot, same area, just different different slips. And, um, yeah, it's it's crazy how high it's gotten. We, mm-hmm. we, 
it's been high before, but I mean, there are some condos and buildings so close to the water. It's like coming up on the walkways. Like it's, it's rough, mm-hmm. but I mean, if that's the biggest complaint, it's not that bad. Yeah. Could be a lot worse. Yeah. Could be in right. prison. True. Could be in prison. Could always could be worse. Yeah. So I said that and my, my parents were like, what? Like, that's out of left field. I was like, well, I compare a lot of things to going to prison. Prison wouldn't be wouldn't be good. I'm too pretty for prison. And he goes, yeah, he'd be someone's girlfriend. I was like, mm, they call it something else than the joint, Dad. Yeah. You could go to the Jordan, Jordan Belfort's prison. His prison looks pretty nice that he went to. It's like yeah. Tennis courts and stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't dude, mind that. If, if you're, yeah, I've seen, maybe I watch too many TV shows or movies, but they always got like ping pong tables, pool tables. And yeah. you know they're still hustling when they're in the joint. Like, Yeah. I mean, I mean, they have workout yeah. machines in there. Like, so if you're going to commit like a crime, college. not saying you should commit crimes, but if you're going to, I think white-collar crimes are the way to go. Right. But, yeah, so is it all up to the judge where you go, like when they assign you to a prison? Well, I think it depends first on what the crime is. Mm-hmm. Like, if you kill somebody, you're going to the big house. Yeah. Like, you're just, you're going in. And, and I think from my understanding, I've not been there, so I don't know firsthand. Uh, I think they separate like based on the degree of of your case. Like if you're like a murderer and a rapist, you might not be in the same I don't know blocks or whatever as someone who you know maybe killed someone based on, I don't know a self defense that maybe you had to serve time for whatever reason I don't know something lesser offensive. You're not going to be in there with like the worst of the worst, and but I have heard that like even the worst kinds of people in prisons even don't like uh, child molesters. I heard those people get the worst punishment Bottom from like of the totem pole. Yeah, I heard like even the worst murderers don't put up with the child molesters. Yeah, and I'm like, man, just just don't do that shit. <laughs> just don't do any of that. Like yeah. it, it's it's pretty easy to not do that. Right. Of course, I was watching. I was watching a show once, and they're like, "Look, no one's a murderer until you you murder somebody." Right. It's like, damn that. It sounds like, well, of course that makes sense, but it's if you think about it, you never think you're gonna do that until it happens. Mm-hmm. Until it's like, oh shit, you're in a situation you never thought you'd be in. Something goes bad. You just thought you were gonna hold up a Seven Eleven, and the dude pulls a gun, and it's you or him, and you don't run and you shoot him first. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, fuck. A lot of those people, it's just a sum of their environment, a sum of bad habits they developed over time and mm-hmm. depression piling up. I feel like it's not just one day they decide yeah, to kill someone. That, it's definitely... that you're living rough or maybe a friend did it or, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot to say about socioeconomic situations too. Of like, if you're not poor, you're not going to resort to desperate measures. Mm-hmm. But it's like maybe that's all that person knows is to, you know, deal drugs or try to rob somebody or, or, or a store or something. And it's, then you feel for them too. It's like, damn, they were just, just made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And, and hopefully it never cost someone else, an innocent person in their life. But man, people just make mistakes yeah. and things go too far. And sometimes it goes too far accidentally mm-hmm. and they don't mean for anyone to get hurt. And it, man, gets escalated quick. Yeah. And, and <clears throat> there's bad situations in these, these autonomous zones. Talk about things escalating quickly. We think these are good ideas, and I've seen videos of people getting choked out. Um, I watched this one video. 
this guy was uh, from this company, Turning Point USA, and they're they're right leaning. But this guy, he just interviews people on the street. Like he's been to Baltimore. He just interviews people, asks their their opinions on this or that subject. And he's talking to one of these people in these autonomous zones, hanging by the fence. Of course, they got a mask on and and all this jazz. And he goes, "So, uh, I mean, you guys got some pretty heavy security out here, and you got." got a fence and everything and blah, blah, blah. And so the guy answers a few questions. Then he realizes that the questions this guy is asking, the answers are completely hypocritical to everything that they hated before. He gets another guy talking, and this guy's like, yeah, you know, we, we put up the fences. We want to build it you know, as high as we can. And then it went to a clip of Trump saying, we're going to build the, the border as high as we can. And so it's funny because it aligns like these people who hate Trump and everything he's been doing they're doing the exact thing, and I'm not saying like Trump's perfect, but it's just funny to see see what's going on. And, and he's like, "Man, you guys are pretty heavily armed in here, like assault rifles and things like that. People got guns." And he goes, "Well, yeah, man. You know, we need to we need to enforce the agreed upon rules of the community." And he goes, "But we're not the police. We're better than the police." <laughs> and so it had this ticker goes enforced upon rules by authoritative figures with weapons. And it had, like, the do not equal sign police. <laughs> and it's like, do we not realize what's going on? These are terrible ideas. There's a, I just read today, there was an investment firm, billion, billion dollar investment firm leaving Seattle. Like, mm. now you're just, you're hurting the whole city because you let this go on. The, the governor lets it go on and thinks it's a good idea and thinks it's educational and it's and it's free thinking it's like there's nothing good about this right there's nothing good going on we want to ban chokeholds from cops and i understand that but you can't pull a gun and you're fighting for your life you're on the ground with someone you need to get him under control that's a trained move right the one guy with the knee on the neck that he's just murder but and i found out those two guys had history before yeah, they worked at a nightclub. Together. Yeah, and I didn't know that until recently. Yeah, they, um, I don't think they liked each other or something. Yeah, so, you know, if they can prove that, that it was personal, it's... Because we talked about they changed it to second degree and how that might hurt the whole case. Mm -hmm. But now if they can prove that it, it was personal, yeah, that dude's rightfully going to get locked up for a long time. Right. Long time. But... Uh, Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't know, man. I just I, I see so much hypocrisy going on. It it makes me laugh in a disgusted manner of okay. Mm -hmm. Pick a side. Pick yeah. a side. So but Chop, Chaz, a lot of different names going on. Too many acronyms. Yeah, and I like, like acronyming things, but too many. Sounds like the name of two uh two boy twins. Chop and Chaz. <laughs> Chop and Chaz. Chop and Chaz, time for dinner. Come it's on. like Cheech and Chong. Yeah. <laughs> And they're talking like this, man. And it's like, you know, we're going to roll the fat joint after we get off the water and going to yep. lay on the beach. My buddy Chop is going to gonna bring some for later. He's got some drinks he's pouring up. <laughs> Twins chopping chess. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm glad I uh, texted you about stocks this morning. Mm -hmm. because you made, you made a big buy this morning, didn't you? Yes, because... Uh, from between pre-market and noon, Fastly, the they deal with cloud technology, went up three bucks within a matter of a few hours. It, it went back down. End of market, I checked. It went back down to like seventy-six a share or something. Mm -hmm. But I was at first, I was like, oh fuck, I'm not gonna buy it now because it's too late. And like, well, it'd be too late if it gets up to one hundred fifty dollars and then it was seventy something. And I said, oh no, I'm too late. Like you bought in at a good time, and 
$23. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, so you're making out. <laughs> and I was like, shit, maybe I'm still not too late because it could really jump like in a year or two. Who knows what it's going to top out at. Yeah. And then if I leave it, oh, I don't want to spend this much per share. And then it gets to double that. I'm going to really kick myself in the nuts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that. And uh, I bought Sonos. Uh, they do home audio. Not not a big heavy stock, but something that I think I might be able to make a few bucks long term on, mm-hmm. um, because it supports Alexa, Amazon, all, all the major voice voice activated stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I'm like, yeah, I might make some. I might not. We'll see. It was only like twelve bucks a share when I bought in. It's like fourteen or fifteen now. So. It's Noth- a good play. Yeah, yeah, nothing I mean, crazy. Invest in voice. That's, I mean, that's what you're doing, and that's that's what the future is. Hundred so. percent. The fact that they're partnering with um, the the behemoth Amazon. The behemoth. Yeah, I mean, that's that seems like a good play to me. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I tried to see because I couldn't remember if Bose was publicly traded, and I think they're still they're privately owned from what I read. Mm. But man, if if Bose went went public. That'd be a hot, hot stock. They just came out with sunglasses that have built-in speakers. Oh, really? Our buddy Krieger. So we saw him a couple weeks ago, and he bought these sunglasses. And you can't hear unless he cranks it way up. You can't hear that he's listening to music. And you can't really tell the sunglasses. You see a little thicker part like on the, the sides, but you have no idea that he's listening to music at the same time. Mm. So we're shooting bags, and this dude's jamming out. <laughs> and so I try them on. I'm like, oh, dude, this is wild. So like, you can hear it, but you can still hear people talking to you because it's like right. It stops right before it That's hits good. your ears, so you can you can kind of jam. So he's like, yeah, dude, if I'm listening to some bullshit and I don't want to listen to it, I just turn up my music a little bit. I'm like, dude, that's genius. <laughs> that's good, bastard. Oh man. Yeah. So stocks get trying to make my yeah. money work, man. Trying to make my money work. Yeah, I really do think Fastly is a. It'll go up. I think it'll go up into the the triple digits because uh, I've told you, I, I look at its competitor Zscaler, which does the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. So this company, they do like cloud management services. They the, why they've been doing so well is because I think best investors in the market are realizing that work from home is going to be a very normal thing for a very long time. Mm. So and I mean they're they're the company that speeds up internet connections for for work from home companies. Yeah. Um, and cloud management. So. Um, they're thriving right now. Zscaler is at like 110, but Fastly ha- is, looks to be getting more funding and it looks like they have more technological resources than Zscaler mm. does. So although they're trading like 45 bucks or like 35 bucks cheaper than this competitor, mm-hmm. I think it's, I think they're going to match them. I think they're going to be, be up there. So I'll hold you to it, Tim. I invested more. In, <laughs> I invested more into Fastly this, uh, this afternoon too. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm definitely going to be buying more of that weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, and even faster than that, if I can uh, allocate the means for it, mm-hmm. because yeah. Well, I looked at Zscaler. I was like, oh damn! I was hoping it was like less than Fastly. I didn't know where mm-hmm. it was at. This yeah. was the first time I checked. And uh, oh shit, that's dinging at me. All right. Um, but yeah, any, any other new ones for you this week? Any other new investments that you hadn't been um, in before? No, because right now there, there's about 26 stocks in my portfolio. Okay. I think I want to keep it right nice. there for now because I, I put in money weekly. I don't think I want to 
buy any new companies mm -hmm. until I've been able to kind of fill up the different buckets. Cause yeah. they say you should have a, between 20 to 30 in your own personal portfolio, like okay. on average. I know everyone does it differently depending yeah. on how di diversified you are. But no, I, I put I put more money into Fastly this week. I put more money into Facebook and I put more money into Amazon and then El Dorado Resorts as El well. El Dorado Resorts. Which is a risky one right now. Cause it's kind of contradicts what I said on last week's podcast, like the work from, or the, uh, the coronavirus trend and the pandemic friendly stocks, they're mm -hmm. all good plays for the rest of the year. Right. Cause I think it's going to endure the rest of the year. But I do think, I mean, as things start to open up and as long as we don't go on lockdown again, I think that, I mean, Eldorado is a good play right now. So yeah, that, or, that or win resorts, W Y N N resorts. I think either of those plays are, are good. When, when has a really good CEO that knows what he's doing. And I think both of them are in good position yeah. when things, well, and, Yeah, and, and with doing faster like home Wi-Fi, even though, well, one, I think if we hit a second lockdown, I'm calling bullshit to affect presidential stuff. I just, mm -hmm. I don't think that'd be, I don't think so. I think we're over it for the most part. Uh, maybe we protect our elderly and high-risk people mm -hmm. still, but, you know, like our economy can't afford to do this again. Right. Like in any capacity. Uh, we'll, we'll just end up doing permanent damage. But the Fastly... Because of this, I mean, you're in it now where now you can work from home full time. Mm -hmm. And I have a feeling a lot of people are going to be that way. So maybe they're going to juice up their at-home offices and, and just systems of every kind. So, and, and cloud tech is just, that's, that's how we're going to store. That's how we're going to provide. It's just the future of technology. Yeah. Because so, companies want to be more productive. Mm -hmm. Co like companies that ha have the ability to do so, like they recognize that now is the most important time to be ever important time than ever to be productive. So at the end of the day, they're just investing in productivity and Fastly's in pretty good position with some, some pretty good fortune 500 clients. So yeah, yeah, for sure. So this, uh, over the weekend, so my hair is getting kind of long mm -hmm. and, uh, I wanted to set up the GoPro, but you know, I've, I've updated my cloud storage. I need to take both my phone and computer in cause they're not allowing me to store anymore. Like I just, I bought 50 more gigs of cloud storage and nothing's moving over. So I'm like, this is bullshit because we need to have our YouTube channel and we can't do that if I can't upload video. Well, so, doesn't, it, doesn't it start, doesn't it store on the GoPro? Well, it does, but it's almost full because we have like two lengthy videos already. Oh, so you have to like, it was like a 60, yeah, it was like a 64 gig disc. Like I can probably buy a bigger disc and mm -hmm. I probably will just to have like in case that happens while we're doing something or mm -hmm. away on a project. But it's like, what the fuck, dude? I've deleted almost everything on my phone. Yeah. Almost every app is gone. And it still says I have zero storage. I'm like, that's just not true. So I need to do that this week. Uh, but over the weekend, so my hair is getting long. And my mom's best compliment I've ever had. Ever had. And she's like, you know, I like the long hair, kid. I was like, yeah, I think, I, I think I'm going to leave it. I might see if my barber can just clean it up a little bit, make it look a little neater, but not really not really mess with my length. And she goes, yeah, you know, you kind of got this McConaughey thing going on. <laughs> and I was like, <gasps> <gasps> I always knew I was the next McConaughey. My acting career just hasn't started yet. Right. Maybe when I'm like 32, it might happen. I might be influential enough where people know my name, where I can be like, hey, I want to dabble in some acting. Just dabble a little bit, see mm -hmm. what happens. And I, I think I can, I can be Matthew, number two. 
2.0. No one will ever, I can't replace him, but I think I can do a pretty good job, pretty good runner-up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you got the passion to do it. I dude, feel like you that's, can, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I know almost all of his movie quotes, like, yeah. give a brother a break. Yeah. Uh, when they were doing, all the celebrities were doing their um, their chance to, it was over the COVID, the quarantine, everyone was, oh, enter this giveaway and this is what I'm doing. Uh, I forget, I think Tiger had a, a cool one. Um, you know what I'm talking about when all the athletes and stuff are like, oh, if, if you give this much to this charity, like you have a chance to Oh, the, in. Uh, the All In Challenge? Yes, that's okay, what it was. Yeah, yes, yeah. thank you, thank you, the All In. Mm-hmm. And so McConaughey's was, he was like, all right, now you give to this charity. I forget which charity. He goes, your experience with me, I'm going to fly you down for a Texas football game. <laughs> and you're going to hang with me in my private box. And we're going to enjoy the game together, have a few drinks if you can. We're just having a good, have, gonna have a good time hanging out, watching some good old Texas Longhorn football. <laughs> and I'm like, we're we're fraternity brothers, Matt. How far does that get me in the game? Um, I don't know when they're gonna release those. I I don't know if I entered any, but I was like, oh man, me and Matthew McConaughey. I'm dangerous for what I would do, because I'd be so excited. I'd be like a little schoolgirl, mm-hmm. like hanging around him. But anyways. Great would, human. That would be a good time. Great human. Him or The Rock. Mm-hmm. I think The Rock should also be an independent ride-in for the 2020 presidential election. I've kind of half-joked about it, but if you think about it, and I was listening to Jocko on Joe Rogan. They even talked about this. They're like, I think he would win, and I think he would too. He's a leader about unity. He, he's a leader who listens. No one works harder than that man, and I don't think any terrorists would want to— like. Hey, guys, uh, what do you think about bombing the rocks country today? It's not a good idea. I don't think anyone's going to go for that. No. So it won't happen. But could you imagine the rock and Jocko running America? Yeah. I think we'd be in a, we'd be in a good spot. Yeah. I don't know yeah, who'd run know. the financial side, but they could get someone to do that. But I think people would back that. I'm just saying. Right. I, I mean, is it, they have, it's all about the team they have around them. As long as they have a good team around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm fine. saying. And they're the people who would have people like, hey, you're way smarter than me at this. You seem like you know what you're doing. Yeah, I want you on my team because you seem like the best. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't let ego drive, especially Jocko. Yeah. God, he's baddest man on the planet. I love Jocko. For sure. All right, man, you want to hit some RLEs? Yeah. Get get down and dirty with it. What you got going on in real life of Timothy? Yeah, it was a, it was a very, very good Saturday. Uh, so I played in a golf tournament. Uh, a team golf tournament where I played on a, a team of four. Uh, so actually my old employer, Wild, Wildman Business Group, mm-hmm. they actually asked me to play on their team uh, in a scramble tournament. So for people who don't know what a scramble golf tournament is, it's where like all four people will tee off and then you take the best shot out of the, those four shots. And then everyone just goes and hits from the same spot where you pick the best shot. And then you just keep on picking the best shot until you just take the best Got it. score. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you're all hitting from the same spot on every shot, but you're just taking the best one. Uh, so we won. So you always shot from your ball on the drive? I would say it's like 90%. 90%. Okay, yeah. 99%. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was a good time. And, I mean, there's two lessons to take from this. Obviously, like, when you leave a company, that doesn't necessarily mean that you got to leave the relationships there. So right. I think you should always leave with respect, and you should always leave on a good note. Uh, mm-hmm. Because you, know, you just never know when – like there could be opportunities that come up and 
I mean, I'm not just talking about golf opportunities, but like just anything else. Like it's always good. You never know when you might need someone, when they might need you. So I'm glad they asked me. I'm glad we had a good time. But uh, the cool thing that took from it was I actually brought, I have a GoPro that I use uh, for, for work, shooting marketing videos and stuff. So I actually took the GoPro out with me and was taking like videos from just some really cool views on the golf course. There was a couple elevated tee shots on top of hills. Uh, and this was actually like 30 minutes south of downtown Indianapolis, and you could still see the skyline of Indianapolis oh, from, cool. from the hill. So it was a pr- pretty cool view. So I took some some videos, and I was like, okay, like it doesn't seem like the. I was looking up the, the this golf course's uh, Facebook and like website. It, it looks like the, I mean they have something there, but it doesn't look like they like really do much like content or anything. So I I after the round is over, I was like about to walk to my car. I like stopped myself. I'm like, uh, should I go in there and like see if the business owner's in there and ask him about this? So I walk back in. I was like, hey, is the owner here? I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's right here. I'm like, yes. So I talked to the owner. I'm like, hey, um, I had this GoPro and I, I actually took some really awesome videos of your course. Uh-huh. Is it okay if I edit them up a little bit, put your logo on them, and just like send them to you and like oh. you can you can just have them for free. Like you can oh, use you them. Dirty like, devil. like I'm not like you can just have them. I, I like doing it for fun. Yeah. He's like, yeah. So I got his email and I made a connection and beautiful. Yeah. Have you I'm, sent him yet or not, not yet? Not yet. I'm sending, I'm going to send him this week. Uh, but yeah, I just, I, th- I thought it was cool. Like, well, that's how you get it. Like, right. Like, and, and always approach someone like, and have the intention to give free value. Like mm-hmm. that, that's kind of the approach I took. Like not <clears throat> once did I ever expect him to, to, to pay me back for, for doing that. Like I just wanted to do it because I'm passionate about like editing videos and I thought the videos were kind of cool. And, and if I were a golf course owner, I'd want those videos to be for on sure. my, like on my site. So we'll see if he uses them. I just, I thought it was, and I, and it was just such a make or break moment. Cause I wasn't sure if I, I was like, ah, it's not worth it. But then I ended up taking that, the step. That little he, extra effort. Yeah. And the fact that he was available and I was able to talk to him and I'm really, really glad that I kind of stepped outside my comfort zone and, yeah. and, and told him and, and established the relationship. Yeah. So. That's, that's going to flow nicely in, in our book talk today. What course was it? It's called Bluff Creek. Bluff Creek. So it's, in, it's Greenwood, but okay. it's like, yeah, 30, 35 minutes south of downtown. So I think I saw a shot where, was it the last hole where you were up up really high and and the cup was, was lower? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I've played there for a Delt um, blackouting event before. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I remember, unless there's multiple the clubhouse, courses. The clubhouse is kind of like on top of a hill and the golf course is like behind it and it's kind of like all downhill after the course maybe maybe i can't remember it was it was probably three four years ago did you play was it eagle creek that you played at might have been do they have a similar shot where yeah. you shoot from high, might have been eagle creek yeah but i like i think those are kind of cool because yeah it's like, oh i love tee shots like that, that. that's that's a funky just setup yeah and like your your ball is gonna travel farther when you're hitting downhill, yeah. so it's fun to hit. Which downhill. I can use all the help I can get. <laughs> we haven't done our lesson yet. I still we still need to do our lesson. Yeah. I know we're we're out of town a lot and stuff, uh-huh. and I'm never here on the weekends. Um, oh, by the way, how's your knee feeling right now, Tim? It's definitely feeling better. Yeah, for sure. It's I'd have to get up and walk around to test it. But. Okay, we'll test it after. But within 20 minutes, so Tim, I brought Tim some Simply Nano CBD. Mm-hmm. First time I've tried it. First time. And it's already feeling better. He goes, I'll be amazed if it helps my knee feel better. Yeah, so we'll see it, when you're walking around. Yeah, because we'll see. Because this morning I was playing basketball and I, bru- I kind of ran into someone else, my knee, Ooh. And, bru- and bruised it. Uh, I didn't break it or, or yeah, yeah. tear anything. With like a little knee to knee something? Yeah. Or, so, oh. it like, so it like hurts when I like hinge it and like walk. And yeah. I just, I rub some on and. 
We'll yeah, see. Definitely before bed, too. Yeah. I was going to put it on my lower. I mean, my lower back has been a little tight, but. Yeah. yeah. All the spots, baby. All the spots. Yeah. It's, it's, it, the product, it's, it doesn't smell bad or anything. It smells pretty good. It goes on. That, it's, it, very, it feels very smooth on the skin when you put it on. That's oh, what I my get. mom, she was impressed. I took it to her over the weekend, and she was like, I like how it smells. Like, it smells good. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it didn't get me on smell, but yeah, for sure. <laughs> At least it doesn't smell bad. So, right. um, yeah, interested to, to see how you feel after a few days. Because mm-hmm. after a few days, you'll, you'll yeah. real, your body will really get used to having it. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, dude, glad, glad that you, you talked to the owner. And, and who knows? Uh, nothing may come from it, but he's going to be really appreciative. Mm-hmm. Or he might be like, hey, man, uh, whenever you're golfing here, um, if you take some shots and send them, send them to me, some videos and send them to me, you know, free rounds. He might yeah. just give you some free golf that rounds. Would be, I mean, that would be just as good. It, which, which would be so worth what you can do with editing because yeah. you've gotten really good at that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, man. All I got to do is plug and chug these on our social media. I already got this dude who's making good content. I just got to put it out. Like, yeah, like I'm not going to lose on giving him some some free rounds because this is good content. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I'm just, maybe. Yeah. Never know. So it's like if, if he sees your face there, you'll have to go back a few times if he yeah. sees you and like, hey, man, like, did you get that? Can I, can I send you some more? Blah, blah, blah. Right. Because like, what's the worst that could happen? Like. You right. say no. That's the same result as if I would have just walked back to my well, car. Yeah. yeah. Wor- worst, he says, ah, no, we don't. I just don't feel like doing that. Worst case. Yeah. He's not going to be like, oh, dude, no, your shit sucks. Yeah. He'll be like, ah, uh, maybe it's not for us. Like, I don't really care about social media. That's probably worst case scenario. Right. Um, but yeah, that's that's cool. Like, And the owner was there, of course. I don't know how often owners are at their golf courses. If it's kind of if it's kind of like it's a restaurant. Very, it's usually very tough to, to talk to an owner. Uh, okay. Because like, if the owner's there, it's more likely like a smaller scale operation because the owner is more hands-on. Mm. He probably doesn't have as much staff to deploy, so he's most likely there Got all the it. time, which also means he would probably need help with his marketing as well because he's short yeah. staff as it is. Or, um, or he might yeah. want to hire you on the side. Yeah, you never know. Never know. Um, so, yeah, my my hunger is back this week. Last which is couple, always a great Yeah, thing. last couple of weeks I've been, been down and out. We've talked on the podcast a little just – anxiety, depression, just some personal bullshit going on. And and even though stuff is still like not completely gone away, the hunger and drive is like, okay, if I go another week doing this bullshit, I'm going to be just further disappointed in my lack of action. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be 27, 28, 29. I don't want to be 30 and just stuck. Right. And it's like by 30, I could have been wherever I want to be. So, and I was talking to my mom about this over the over the weekend and it's just I would be doing a disservice to myself, uh, people who believe in what I can do, my true potential, and, and also my desire to help give back to other people. Like I want to start a charity. I want to be able to, you know, people joke, oh, you should be in politics. Your dad, blah, blah, blah. fuck politics. That's not my game. Mm-hmm. I can do a lot more damage in a good way and help people further if you just leave me be, let me run my businesses and make money. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it would be a disservice to, to those people, too, of how much I can help people in the world if I didn't get back on the horse. Uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's nice to just sometimes you got to force yourself back into it. And then once you're into it, this happened last night. It was late last night. I was like, oh, I'm going to go through some more extra stuff. Just do a little more extra stuff and just I'm in it. Then I'm awake again and I feel good. Mm-hmm. So good, it's. Man. 
Yeah. I'm glad you're in that mental yeah, it's, space. Yeah, it's a much better, much better spot to be. So, you know, it's now it's all go. Mm-hmm. All go. So, um, oh, and I'm, I'm switching living arrangements come August. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to live at uh, our, my good buddy Shelby's house. So he's gone Monday through like Thursday and half of Friday because his, his job site is in Michigan. So I'll basically be living with his girlfriend and her girlfriend okay. and then two dogs, which will be like, it'll be fine. Yeah. You know, uh, Do you know if, what kind of dogs? Yeah. So one's, uh, oh shit, is it a Mastiff? I don't want to. I didn't even ask about his girlfriend or her friend. I just <laughs> asked about the dogs. That's all I care about. One's a Bulldog, Winston, and then Tucker. Oh, dang. I don't want to. Say it's a bulldog. Mass, you said massive. bulldog. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, they're big. The <laughs> one is huge. That's so great. Bulldog's still a tank. Oh, what is the other one? I'm gonna mess it up because my friend Breezy and Macy they have mastiffs. Uh, I think yeah, it might be a mastiff. Either way, big dog. Like mm-hmm. you know, not my family's got like a 12 pound cocker. Hmm, a lot bigger than that. Sweethearts of dogs though, but. You know, living with girls, like, house will be clean. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah I'll probably yeah. cook dinner for everyone, like, once or twice a week just because, like, they're kind of taking me in. Uh, good deal on rent, too. It's way north, uh, but because you move in August, too, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when you move, when I move, our distance for, like, recording is going to be about the same, which is kind of cool. Like, I kind of forgot where exactly your place was going to be, and then you said Castleton Fishers. I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I'll just be right in Noblesville off 191st. Yeah, it'll well, work out very well. Yeah, and I'm that's ex- right where my sister. That's like right where my family lives. Like most of my family. Oh of, yeah, off you did. Of 191st. My sister lives in that neighborhood off 191st, and then my mom and sister live on the other, the east side of 37 on 191st. Meant to be. Yeah, and I'm excited to explore like fun restaurants and bars and stuff on the north side. Mm-hmm. I never go north side. I live downtown. Yeah, it's a 45 minute drive. The, the Britain Tavern. Not been there. Yeah, that's right. It, it's right up be, there. It'll be a good bar. That you okay. Go to. I, I, it, see, I see you going there quite a bit. I see us going there quite a bit. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> yes. Maybe, maybe you get some shots for that owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We could, we, could do a, <laughs> we could do a bar cast. Yeah. We get drink culture together. Like, hey, guys, let's do a, a podcast at the bar. Yeah. Just l- line up your 10 favorite drinks, and I'll do a little yeah. side video. We'll do it for We're you. We're going to need a lot of flights over here, please. Yeah. We're going to be here a while. Yep. I so, promise I'll shoot the video before I start drinking, though. I yeah, promise. right. Maybe a before and after could be wild. Hey, yes. Never know. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, just just feeling good about stuff again. Ready to get back after. It. I think I think changing environments will be will be good too. They got a nice screened in like back porch and stuff. Mm-hmm. I can do work out there. Mm-hmm. Nice little yard, fire pit. Like so, it'll be solid. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited for Great. it. Um, all right, let's get down and nerdy with it. Yeah. So your your ROE was gonna segue. I'm gonna be selfish and go first. Segue nice into my book talk, the second yeah. part of my book talk. Go so for it. Change Maker by John Berardi. I was getting a lot of reading done this week, and he had two big points. One, sales and marketing are literally everything. He goes because a lot of people starting out, and and I've been guilty of this. They focus too much on the sexy parts of the business. And I even asked uh, one of our nutrition coaches, the guy who the owner of NCI. I was like, hey, man, what – in terms of, like, forms and stuff, like, templates, like, what, what's your take on that? He goes, dude, when I first started really wheeling and dealing, I was sending prescriptions in an email. Mm. Don't focus on the sexy part. That's not the right thing to focus on. I was like, check, Yeah. Uh, which makes sense. But it's like business cards, names, logos, fancy forms. Just get moving. Find out what people want. 
deliver the best versions of that product or service. And you also, Berardi made a great point. You can't do the other stuff if you have no money. Right. So you you have to sell. You got to wheel and deal, and then you can touch things up. You know, his example was he had an accountant look at their books and. His accountant and his assistant was kind of laughing at him because he's like, dude, your books are a mess. And he looks to his assistant like, have you ever seen anything like this before? And he goes, well, look, man, because I was focused on sales, now I can pay your zillion dollars an hour to do what you do. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to pay you. So I think I focused on the right thing. I think I did proper order. Now I can do the other stuff. Now you can clean my books and I can pay you to do that. Mm -hmm. Now you have another client. Right. He goes, they shut up real quick. It's like, oh, slinging. Yeah. Big dicking around. Sales gives you the flexibility to invest back into the business Mm -hmm. and and take care of the other parts so that you can generate even more sales. For sure. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So I was like, I do that. It's like, makes so much sense. And and, uh, the the other thing he got into was the giving versus asking ratio. So what you did with the the golf course owner, Mm -hmm. he's like, we want to give awesome free educational content to our audience at a higher ratio than we ask them to buy something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's kind of what we're doing with the podcast. We, we've been at it for a while, but we still haven't asked for people to buy a bunch of stuff yet. We're still kind of, kind of, you know, I feel like we have a pretty good groove of, of our direction of episodes and content and how we kind of lay things out and the types of people we have. And it, it just, it makes sense to where you build the trust first and then, they will want to buy mm-hmm. your stuff. They will want to buy a T-shirt with your name and logo on it, or or a saying, or you know, a, a journal, whatever it may be. To where he's like that that giving asking ratio. Giving always has to be the bigger part of that ratio. Yep. And I was like, dude, that just makes sense. So like for you know nutrition, like they do uh, free blogs, vlogs, whatever it may be. And then, like, yeah, they sell certifications and things like that, but they still give away a bunch of very good quality stuff for mm-hmm. free. And I was talking to one guy one time. It was right before we started the podcast or maybe soon after. It was at an event back home. And uh, he was like, well, you know, what's like, what kind of money do you make? I was like, oh, it probably won't make money for a while. We're, we also have other stuff in life going on, and we just we really love this right now, but we think we can do a really good job at it. He's like, well, you shouldn't put it out there if you're not charging people. I was like, well, no, we, we need to put it out first. People need to know, like, and trust us, and then we can focus on, yeah. on making money. Like, we still have money coming in other, other ways, but uh, we, know the, we knew the podcast would take a little longer. And he just – he was in such disagreement. And I'm like, look, man, that, like, respect. I know what you're saying. I completely get where you're coming from. You can run your podcast how you want to. <laughs> yeah. Not that he has one, but I'm like – we just we, we don't think we need to come out selling to people when they have no idea who the fuck we are. Right. Like I wouldn't buy from some Joe Schmo I've never heard of. Like, oh hey, dude, you want to buy my my T-shirt for my new podcast? Like, well, I need to listen to your podcast. Yeah. See if it's a message I support. Mm-hmm. Like, you might be be a dick. I don't yeah. know. So, yeah. When I was I was reading through this part of the book and I was like, oh man, we're just. I feel that because we've been doing that. Um, but it's just nice to see that people at the top agree with you got to give it for free first. I mean, how much does Gary Vee say that? And he gives yeah. away free stuff all day, every day. Yeah. All day, every day. That's all he does. Yeah. Give it for free. Free knowledge. And, and all day. He's worth a lot. People go to him all the time. He did a Super Bowl commercial last year. Yep. So it's like, 
obviously that's not a broken model. Mm-hmm. It works. So yeah, yeah. Good reads this week. Good reads. Yes. Yeah. What you uh, what you getting into? Yeah. So I'm going back to a book I read a couple years ago called uh, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, who's the founder of Nike. Explain. It's an autobiography that explains um, his. Uh, amazing path to success uh, with Nike and the the obstacles that he faced. Um, and one part that stuck out to me was uh, what he talked about showing up for life and participating in the quote unquote human drama. Because says there's a lot of moving parts and there are many different ways that you can quote unquote show up for life. And show up for life can mean a bunch of different things, including. Uh, when you make something, when you improve something, when you deliver something, when you add some new thing or new service to the lives of strangers. And in turn, when you do these things, make something, improve something, deliver something, add value, if it can make people happier, uh, when it can make people healthier, safer, better, um, and then when you can do this in a crisp and and efficient way um, and love doing it, he said that's how you show up for life. Mm. So start small like with 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 kind deeds like like offering free free value like giving like making videos for people for free and and then learn how to make a living doing that cuz like it, it all goes back to like be like oh how do i start how do i how do i make a difference well start by doing what you love for free for others whether it's improving something making something adding something like improving something about someone's life to make them a happier healthier person start there start simple cuz that, that's pretty easy to do to start there and then start to strategize. Oh, like how, how can I make it so that I build trust with these people and then they tell other people how good I am. And mm-hmm. then when you start, when you get to the point where everybody's coming at you because everybody is spreading the good news about you, that's when you can kind of charge for your services. Um, so I just thought that was a very interesting section right there. Um, always just approach people with goodwill because like that – the money will come eventually, but like that's not how that's not what should be in the back of your mind when you start. And like that's that's what showing up for life means. So that that part really stuck and out like, for me. Imagine what what you can do with you know a company if you just make someone happy. Mm-hmm. Like if it's just make them happy. Yeah. Uh, that day they'll be like, oh man, this this turned me around today. Yeah, I got to share this. Like yeah. that alone is just so powerful. Right. Um. Cause yeah, everyone needs that little pick me up. Uh, but Nike, obviously, <laughs> they did okay. Yeah, he did all right. He kind of knows right. a thing or two. Yeah, uh, he's no slum. Um, yeah, I like. That. I need to get on some of those sports autobiographies. Do you I, want? Do you want that? Because I haven't. I need to. I'm almost done with uh, these two, um, so I want to finish these two before I add another one. But I might borrow that one because the last okay. one you had me borrow was really good too. Mm-hmm. Don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah, everyone needs that one. Yeah. It was funny. I was going through my real estate stuff and they uh at the end of one lesson they recommended a book to read because we've gotten into dealing with agents, getting MLS assistant access and all this jazz. And so you got to deal with a lot of people. There's a lot of moving parts and a lot of people that you have to build good relationships with. So it's like I recommend you guys read How to Win Friends and Influence People. If you've read it before, start reading it again. And it's just, I think that should be an annual book of mine. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, that's, if there's one book to read ever, that would be it. Mm. So I was like, oh, of course you recommend that one. Knew, right. I, liked, knew I liked you guys. Yeah, then Phil Sack from Phil Simply Sack. Nan- Is that who you're talking about? Oh, no, Alex oh. Martinez. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and Phil Sack. That's what but yeah, said. Phil yeah, Sack he, he did. Said, quote, unquote, he's like, 
that and the Bible are the two, yeah. two like books that like I just always go back to. Yeah, and, like I mean, they're pretty much on the same level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like for like for someone who's not religious, like if you're like an atheist, mm-hmm. how do the friends and influence people can be your Bible for real though? Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, yeah there you go. Like if you want success out of life and like really know how to spread love without like being super religious about something, like mm-hmm. that's the book. Yeah, I think. <clears throat> Personally, outside of the Bible, if there's only two books that I ever put on my shelf, it would be that one and Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. Mm-hmm. I think if those, if you're like, yo, you get two books for life, which yeah. I ever recommend, I think I would yeah. personally recommend those two. Yeah. I think those two will get you so far and in such different mindsets to where you're going to be okay. Yeah. Those are the two books that I've went out of my way to buy for people the most. Those two books. Those two? Yeah, that I just give to people. Yeah. I, yeah, I think those... Make like, make someone's life better. Those buy are that book. probably the two most most uh, mindset changing that I've experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are like, oh, self-help books. And a lot of people like hate hate that, that notion of those. But those two. Those yeah. two got weight. So, man, they crushed it. Richard Carlson, Dale Carnegie... King of the world. Yeah. King of the world. Outside from God. Yeah. But if you're atheist, they're your kings. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good one to end on. <laughs> All right, Tim, you got anything else for these lovely people? No, I'm good. You guys have a great week. Um, go out and make someone's life happier or healthier this week. Mm. Find, find something small to do. There we go. Tip of the week. All right. Go. We'll end on that one. All right, everybody. We'll see you.